the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. James is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the James Cooley Foundation. James is here to equip you to strive for greatness and to overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, Here's the host of It's Your Life, James Cooley. Hello, welcome to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And uh, Noah, as I even just open the show up, it's going to be a wow, 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 wow. That was like sure. five wows, JC. <laughs> you know, man, the more wows, the, uh, the better the show, the more important. I agree. And, uh, you, you know, know what, but you haven't said in a while, how many bags of popcorn is this show, JC? I need to know. Well, you know, I, I tell everybody to sit back and grab at least five or six bags of popcorn and just be ready to, to call in and and just let everybody know what's going on. Uh, so we grab at least five or six bags of popcorn. We need to do that, man. We need to do that. How you doing today, my friend? I am doing spectacular. I'm talking to one of my favorite people, James J.C. Cooley. He's got some of his favorite boys, some people I'm privileged to know and still getting to know. So it's going to be a fantastic show and a fantastic day. Just put it like this. These are uh, four of my uh, best friends in the whole world. In the whole world. And we might have another one of our friends might call in. You know, uh, a T-Ware. Uh, but we'll see. But uh, these guys right here, man, grew up, man, been knowing each other ever since uh, Moby Dick was a, a guppy. <laughs> so they have the hot scoop on James oh, J.C. Man. Cooley then. Uh, you know, they got a little bit uh, uh, on on James Cooley. Uh, but uh, no, man, I'm a silent guy, man. You know, they don't, they don't, uh, uh, yeah, they know. Isn't it great to know? Because I, mean, I have some as well, James. People that have known you forever and a day. And, you know, when you need lifting up, they lift you up. When you need advice, they give you advice. And they're with you through thick and thin. Yeah. And uh, that's what these guys are, man. I tell you, uh, it's just uh, an absolute pleasure just being around them, uh, just hooking up and, and getting them all on the show at the same time. I mean, that's a. Uh, it's treasures that we're going to cherish for a long time because, uh, you know, when you've been buddies for 50 years or more and uh, you still friends, uh, come on, man. You can't you, you can't even beat that. man. I mean, there's I mean, I don't know too many uh, folks uh, that have at least a 50 year friendship. And D-Man and I, uh, I've been knowing each, each other here since we were five years old. And so, uh, in first grade and all that, fight over the same girls. And now <laughs> we ain't fighting over nobody. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking about not that. I'm talking about we, we stopped doing that, but uh, we, we, we joke all the time. You know, but uh, I'll tell you, man, I, I, I got to introduce my absolutely fantastic co-host, Michelle. I'm surprised Cooley. you've waited this long. Well, you know, what? Well, she's going to be running the show, man, pretty much. Noah, so uh, she's going to get uh, all of the time. So uh, I, I'm just trying to get mine in right now because <laughs> once she take over, man, I'm, I'm going to sit back and I'm just going to chill out. So how you doing, Michelle? Hey, Dave. How you doing? I'm doing just fine. I'm in a, a hot Atlanta with, with my peeps. And, uh, you know, I've been here, as you know, uh, four days and ready to come home. <laughs> yeah, well, we will see you tomorrow, me and Bella. Yeah, so uh, listen to the audience. Uh, Michelle is going to tell you a little bit about each one of you gentlemen that's, that's here. And if you want to be part of this great conversation, that's one 888 Again, that's one 888 Michelle, 
first of all, let's get this thing started. Uh, can you tell our, our listening audience what the title and the purpose of today's show? Yes, the title of today's show is Brotherhood, Past, Present, and Future. And the purpose of the show today is getting to know the backgrounds of Charles Gore, Billy Harper, Alvin Jones, and James Sands, and discuss a variety of the topics that include fatherhood slash male role models, African-American male stigmas, marriage, will slash trust, what your purpose is in life, giving back, and legacy. Wow. Can you introduce each one of these great guys? And uh, we want to try to keep it to a you know, paragraph because we want to get a couple of questions in before the segment is up. Yes, Billy Harper. Billy Harper was six years old when he cut his teeth, his eye teeth, that is, for hard work at Miss Jones Grocery in Chattanooga, Tennessee. He developed a sense of hustle witnessing his father carve out a niche from nothing to feed a family of eight and how a hard day's work could turn into a Harper's Harvest by his mother in the kitchen. Billy attended DeVry University in Atlanta, and what he learned and what was instilled in him was his natural survival skills that will put him to the test. Today, he's a certified catastrophe insurance claims adjuster and a claims examiner for a government agency. Every day, he is a husband, a father of two, a papa to one, and tomorrow will be a retiree at 100% of his projected retirement financial goals. Charles Gore. Charles Gore was born and raised in Chattanooga, Tennessee. He's married for 35 years with four adult children and two grandkids. He graduated from Chattanooga High School. He attended and graduated from DeVry Institute and Chattanooga State Technical College. He's been living in Atlanta, Georgia since 1985, initially working at Southern Technical College, and for the last 32 years working with the MBA's Atlanta Hawks. Alvin Jones was born in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and attended Chattanooga High School, graduating in 1978. He's an Army veteran that served four years as a patient administration specialist, primarily at Madigan Army Medical Center in Tacoma, Washington. He met the love of his life, Elaine, who was studying as a nursing student in 1981, and a year or so later, they married and had been married for almost 40 years. Utilizing his military background, Alvin latched onto a California-based organization, Kaiser Permanente, and works as a health information management specialist, has been with them for almost 33 years. James Spencer Sands was born in Chattanooga, Tennessee. He graduated from Riverside High School and graduated from Tennessee State University and finishing up his MBA at Strayer University. He moved to Atlanta in 1983 and has been married to Pamela Sands for 36 years. They have four children and two grandchildren. And I want to introduce the host, James Cooley. He's a motivational speaker and retired Navy officer 23 years, born in Chattanooga, Tennessee. He's a community activist, dedicated speaker, husband, and father. He's the host of a national live radio podcast, The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. He's the author of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, an audio book narrated by James Cooley, The Book of Knowledge, Your Pathway to Enlightenment, and My Path. He's the president and CEO of J.C. Cooley Innovation Solutions, LLC, and the J.C. Cooley Foundation, Options and Opportunities, Last the Choice Program. Wow. You know, that's, uh, that's a lot of stuff for uh, all of these absolutely fantastic guys. And when I tell you they're fantastic, they are. You know, so I, I want to get this started. And uh, first of all, I want to talk about uh, growing up without a father or having a father or uh, that you do not have a close relationship. And uh, I want to start off with you first, Alvin. Uh, what was it like growing up and uh, with a father, without a father, and what type of effects, did, if any, did that have on you uh, uh, for manhood and where you're at today? Um, so I was raised initially by my uh, great aunt and uncle, a great aunt and uncle uh, uh, from age of about four years old. Uh, my father uh, moved in, actually moved in our area, in our neighborhood, and uh, actually lived around the corner a block, a block away from us, and so I did have a relationship with my father. Uh, good man, uh, could see the potential in me, and he spent time uh, kind of grooming me, but not overwhelming me. So uh, I'm actually happy with the way I was raised, and uh, I made my father proud of me, so I'm, I'm good with that. Wow. 
you know, uh, what about you, uh, Spencer? Uh, one minute or less, and uh, can you uh, uh, tell our audience, uh, uh, you know, what it was like growing up having a father there or not having one, and did that affect uh, you as you was growing up and, uh, and being an adult and person that you are today? Well, like you, like you, James. It was a lot of us. It was eight of us. So I was always, I, I was always surrounded by love. So, no, my father wasn't in the home, you know. I didn't have a relationship with my father. We met several times, but no, no, really, no great outcome at all. But one thing I would say is that uh, through all these ex- trials and experiences, growing up from a, a young man to a, a, an adult man, it's been, it's been wonderful. I mean, I don't know how it would have been if he would have been around. Maybe it wouldn't probably be as, as great. Uh, I had older brothers that took toward me that was great for me. My uncles, my mom, everybody in my relationship was pretty strong. So that made me out to be uh, a, a pretty decent uh, young man into an, an older man. And uh, I'll say that uh, I have a beautiful relationship with my kids. And that's, that's what I can share with that. Right. Hey, Billy, real quickly, uh, we've got about one minute before the break. Can, can you uh, uh, kind of tackle that question? Uh, yeah, so I lost my father um, at a pretty young age. Um, my father was actually 39 when he passed, and it was six of us. And, you know, my father was one of those type guys to where, you know, he was a hard worker. Uh, his health failed him at a young age, and, and um, because of that, it it kind of taught us to be men at an early age and, and just growing and pulling from my mom and um, her just trying to teach us, you know, the right things to do. And it kind of taught me self-disciplines because with that, I saw the struggle that my mom had. And because of the struggle that she had, I wanted to make sure that I could help her in the way that I could being that person that could help provide. Wow, I tell you what, a great answers, fellas. What we're going to do is take a station break. But when we come back, we're going to pick up this question, pick up this topic, and we're going to continue to explore and uh, just talk about brotherhood and uh, what that means to us. If you want to be part of this conversation, that's one 888 Again, that's 1-888-344-1170. It's your life. I'm James Cool. We'll be back shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. Noah Dingley here, producer of the James Cooley show, It's Your Life. And the new audio version of James' book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, is a must-have. James shares his true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever audiobooks are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley. Available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. FM 
96.1. North County. AM 1170. San Diego. The answer. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and I tell you, uh, Noah, you know, I use the term tickle pink. I, I am because uh, I'm with uh, the, the closest friends, my, my, my boys, that's what I call them, in the whole world. And it's an absolute pleasure uh, being here with them, and uh, we... You know, as we age and as we grow, uh, we know that we have to start spending more time together. So uh, we're getting ready to do that as well. And we'll talk about that one a little bit later on in the show. You know, so uh, listen to the audience. Uh, if you want to be part of this great conversation, that's one 888 Again, that's one 888 You know, so um, uh, what we asked the question well, a, a minute ago, I want to go back to that because D-Man did not get a, a chance to answer that question. Uh, D-Man is charged, D-Man Gore. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, hey, D-Man, uh, what was uh, it like growing up with or without a father? I know you lost your father early Yep. in, in life, and the, the male uh, model figure, probably not around uh, all of us uh, uh, a lot. So did that have any effect on you uh, growing up and also uh, did that change your way of raising your kids? Uh, yes, I I would say uh, tremendously. I lost my father when I was seven years old, and the memories that I have of him were those that he was a kind, loving man, and I never saw nothing but love from him toward my mom. And he also played in the band, right, which you know, made me want to play in the band, right? That's why I took up playing the saxophone in elementary school, right? Um, it also taught me to be loving toward people, not just my kids, but people in general, right? Because I never saw them argue or anything like that. They were just always calm. And, you know, I, I may not have known what was going on in the bedroom or behind the scenes, but they were just always loving people, right? So I think I got a lot of those characteristics from seeing that at an early age, right? So, um, and I'm that way with my kids right now. You know, I love them to death, all of them, right? I rarely fuss at them. You know, I, I, I do talk to them a lot about life and, and lessons learned from stuff that they've done uh, wrong or right, right? You know, so, yeah, it, it had a big impact on me, I think. James, one last thing you said to have on you as an adult, um, whether you did not have a close relationship with your father, um, can you can you explain that Absolutely. from your perspective? Absolutely. Uh, as a, a growing up, first of all, uh, my father uh, did not have a, a, a major relationship with him. And I always said, if I had kids, that uh, regardless of the situation or circumstances, that my kids are going to know who their dad is, good, bad, and different. And I always instilled in them uh, that uh, I will always be there for them. Uh, and uh, I would always instill in them the discipline and uh, the uh, think out the box and you have purpose. And, uh, and I always instill in them that I'm not your friend, I'm your father, but I'm going to do everything that I can to make sure, especially my boys and my daughter, to make sure that you have the right foundation uh, to uh, build upon. Your foundation should be real big, just like buying a plot of land. And you might have a little house on there in the beginning, but as you grow and as you learn, you can add on to that house. You can continue to add on to it. You can continue to add on to it. Next thing you know, you got a castle. So uh, uh, I instill vision, understanding, and focus in them uh, based on my upbringing and my relationship with uh, my father. Thank you, James. This is a question for all of you. Uh, 30 seconds or less. Let's start with Billy. Billy, if your father were here today, what is one question you would ask him that you believe would help you as a man today? 
Hmm. The, probably the one question that I would ask my father, um, if he was here today, um, just because it was six of us growing up, um, knowing that, um, he didn't really have, uh, the health to, uh, prepare, um, to be that given father and, you know, to give us everything that we needed, um, or everything that we basically wanted, um, how how did it prepare him um, to be able to go through the sacrifice of being able to to raise the six kids and um, and I think just just having his his pride and just having his his fight um, how how did he gain that and what made him uh, just kind of make it through life and and, and accept the uh, issues that he had um, with his health. Um, I would ask him, you know, how was he able to manage to get through that and um, and, and live the life that he did? Jane Sands, um, same question. What is one question you would ask your father that you believe would help you as an adult today? Good question, Michelle. I actually would have a thousand questions, but uh, my, my father... Uh, like your husband, was a uh, full-time uh, retiree from the military, World War II and the Korean War. And when my father came back to this country, you know, he was felt by a lot of racism. You know, he couldn't even wear his uniform. So my biggest thing would talk to my dad right now would be, Dad, why did you reach out for more mental health? Because I think he gave up. He was just that depressed after, you know, fighting 22 years for this country and then coming back to really nothing. Thank you, James. Mm -hmm. um, Charles, same question. What is one question you would ask your father today that you believe would help you as an adult? I think, Michelle, that question would be, it would probably be more than one question, but one comes to mind would be, you know, the understanding of why you worked so hard, uh, multiple jobs. I mean, you, you played in a band, you worked a full-time job. You seem to just always be on the grind. And was it necessary, And you know, for the three of us? And I guess it was. I mean, it, it helped make ends meet. And um that would primarily be one of the questions. There, there would be several, like Jane said, there would be a whole lot of questions that I would ask, but, you know, some of the things that he did, you know, like, why did you give me beer at the age of six? <laughs> <laughs> and I still like it today, you know? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Charles. AJ, same question. What question? What one question would you ask your father that believes yeah, so, that really uh, would help I you? Could, I could, I could think about this a thousand times, and I still couldn't give you an answer on what I would ask my father. Um, the only thing that I can tell you is I would ask my father why he had to leave so soon. Mm. Honestly, yeah, honestly. What about you, James Cooley? What one question you would ask your father that you would believe would help you as a man today? Why? Why, uh, why did I have to be a secret? Why uh, did you did not include me in your life until uh, the secret had got out there? You know, uh, I mean, you helped bring me in this world. Why do you then uh, be the man that you should have been, regardless of the situation or circumstance. Thank you. You know, um, Jane Sands, you mentioned something that the question you would ask your father is, um, you know, why did he get assistance, you know, mental health assistance? And that comes into our next category, African-American male stigmas. Now, one of the stigmas that is out there is that African-American males do not like seeking help when it comes to their mental health or counseling, you know, regarding relationships, for example, marriage counseling. Um, James, I'm going to start with you. Why do you believe this is and how can this stigma be removed? Well, I think it's, uh, it goes back, all the way back. You all relate a lot of things in this country back to slavery. Uh, 
They think that the mental beatdown in the family structure was beat down so so badly that as they try to migrate out of that condition, the trust factor. So trust factor has plays a lot in people reaching out for assistance, for help, for guidance. You know, you, you think about some of the gentlemen that are incarcerated for minor things, you know, and then they get out and when they in there, they learn so much about distrust and how the system is actually uh, you know, been rooted against them. So that's that's it. And then education. Lack of education. I don't you can you could be a uh have an MBA, been to the military, whatever, but if you don't know, you don't know. Wow. Great answer, man. You know, I tell you, we have to take a station break. But we're gonna come back. And Michelle is gonna continue to uh, asked us these questions, and we're going to get Noah involved in this as well. But I tell you, listen, audience, if you want to be part of this conversation, that's one 888 Again, that's 1-888-344-1170. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. We'll be back shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. There is much truth in a journey that ain't over yet, as all of us journey through life's precious gift of time, just like I have. Hi, I'm James Cooley, host of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join me as I share my true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. This is a must-listen to for anyone who thinks they are stuck in life or need to understand that their current situation is not their final destination. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet, is the unfiltered truth to provide hope for the future by challenging you to refuse to become a victim of life's circumstance and dare to be an overcomer because a bigger, better, and a more impactful life awaits you. Get the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet on Amazon and wherever audio books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Noah Dingley here, producer of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And the new audio version of James' book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, is a must-have. James shares his true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, by James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever audiobooks are sold. Streaming now at TheAnswerSanDiego.com and Odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and uh, I tell you, this is uh, such a magnificent show uh, to be in the presence of these great uh, uh, a young man, I mean, uh, I'm probably about a day older than all of them, except D-Man, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, uh, but uh, it's a great, uh, our friends, 50 years plus with some of them, uh, and uh, just like I mentioned, Anoa, just to have a relationship with anybody, I mean, most friends, are, uh, you know, you, you part and you don't talk and you don't see them no more. Uh, that has not happened with uh, this group of young men, and uh, and we are going to continue to, to bond and spend time together. So, listen, audience, I know you're listening, and uh, if you want to be part of this conversation, uh, just call one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Again, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. So let's, you know, I have I want to hit a couple of different areas because I know there's probably a lot of like minds here, and I'm just grateful, JC, that you've made these connections and I'm getting to know these fine men. Uh, but purpose and legacy, two things that I want to cover because you and I, 
share that commonality, James, and you know that's really what makes the world go round. So let's start with purpose, and you know God has a reason for all of us at the end of the day, and purposes are different for all of us at the end of the day. And has the Lord told you what your purpose in life is yet? Maybe He hasn't, and if so. Are you living it right now? James, let's start with you. Well, I believe that uh, I learned my purpose through trial and error and through a lot of the mistakes that I made in life and not knowing exactly uh, what I wanted to do. I tried to do everything. I tried to act, stand up for me. I tried to do all these things. I ain't saying tried. I did it. Uh, but uh, God gave me the gift of gaff force communication. And once uh, I, that locked in and I understood how to uh, go about or, and uh, create relationships with people, and uh, and uh, a thing called love. I mean, love everybody for who they are, regardless of the situation or circumstance, regardless of black, white, pink, gold, and purple. That's my purpose, and that's what um, I'm living for, is to make sure that, uh, you know, uh, the legacy that we leave behind uh, is uh, it's all about character. Character is what's most important. Character is what's most important, and love is definitely what brings us together. I wish more focused on that. D-Man, what about you? Yeah, I I agree with what J.C. just said. Uh, You know, I think, you know, the purpose I learned through trial and error as well um, was to understand the God in me and not the God in the skies, right? The God in my heart to, to... understand my true purpose and understand the reason I'm here and to get to know one another and love one another. Yeah, if you don't love one another, I mean, it's is it really worth doing? You have to ask yourself that. Anxious to hear from Billy. Billy Harper, what do you say? Um, I would say, yes, my purpose is um, I'm, I'm living my purpose. Um, just through um, trial and error, um, I've learned what works for me. And once I figured out what works for me, um, the effort is, is there. Um, I don't have to grind as much as I used to um, because I feel as though that I put the work in along the way. So now it's just a matter of me just uh, riding the wave until I decide that I want to um, retire. So uh, I feel as though that I am living my purpose. And God gave me that purpose at a kind of a young age to to develop and to educate myself about uh, being able to, at some point in my life, uh, recognize um, the goals that I've reached and uh, to enjoy my life and my family. And sometimes if we don't connect God with that equation, then we never achieve those goals. I love your answer. AJ, what about you? My purpose at this point is uh, my grandson uh, and uh, his legacy, our legacy, because my son was killed due to uh, gun violence about four or five years ago, four years ago. So my purpose is definitely my grandson to groom him to be a great king. And uh, overall, my purpose is not complete. I'm still working on that purpose. I'm still on that journey. Yeah, sometimes the journey just keeps going. I, I agree with you. I mean, my the apples of my eye, I have two twin boys, and, uh, you know, it's a constant, even in their 20s, it's constantly making sure they achieve who they're supposed to be. And people always come to me saying, hey, you know what? They're 18. They're on their own. No, it doesn't work that way. That's not how relationships work. James, not JC. What say you? <laughs> well, no, uh, one thing I, I, would, I would piggyback on each one of these answers that you receive, one definitely being love you know without love there's nothing you know without love there's no forgiving forgiveness without love there's no direction your vision is not clear so uh with that i mean my purpose is continuation definitely trial and error uh but on the legacy side it's always been about my kids and my grandkids it's all it's been about them achieving more, not being mediocre, not selling for less, but taking it, you know, all the way. And they hear from me constantly. So uh, it's a re- it's in a continuous reread of Proverbs, the whole book. That's awesome. And, and legacy and purpose are often intertwined. 
And so I'm glad you actually brought that up as we segue into legacy. So let's let, let's go through legacy. James, I know that's something that is kind of the cornerstone of so many of your shows here on It's Your Life. It's very important, and it usually has nothing to do with financial, although it can. What do you want J.C. Cooley, your legacy, to be? Well, you know, that's a good, very good question. Uh, legacy, I, I wanted to uh, my kids to understand and not just my kids, but anybody that knows me, uh, that uh, uh, we talk about character, we talk about vision, understanding, and focus, that you have to always have an open mind. You have to always be able to think out the box. And you have to want to do things because things are not just going to happen unless you put an effort toward that. And uh, I want to always show that, uh, you know, if I, if I can see it in my mind, I want uh, my, my kids to know that if you can see it in your mind, you can do it. You can do anything that you set your mind to, but you just have to figure out how to do it. You know, so uh, I, I want uh, my legacy to uh, always be that uh, he strived and tried to do everything that he set his mind to. That's great. Billy, what, what, what about you? What, you know, at the end of the day, you're going, you're achieving your goals and, uh, and that's great. And you have your purpose, but what you want, not just yourself, but your kids to, to look back on. I want my kids to look back on and say that I was a, a great father, a, a great man. And, um, that I, I try to lead by example. Um, I try to teach them, um, the, to respect um, everyone and to also show love toward everyone. And also, again, just even bringing my wife into it, you know, just, just being the, the, the best husband, you know, the best father, the, the, the best papa, you know, the best cousin, the best friend that I can be. And I, I feel as though that once all of those are achieved, I can, I can sit back and I can say checkmate. Love chess, and at the end of the day, if you can do checkmate with uh, with legacy, that is something that is a a life well lived. D man, what do you want your legacy to be? Uh, Noah, I'd like my legacy to be, and I think it will be that I was a fair, honest, you know, kind, loving, trustworthy, you know, father, husband, um, friend, right, um, and also to understand that. You know, he was fair. He's always seeking truth and, you know, honesty in everyone. And, you know, knowledge is power, right? And I know it's a, it's a slogan that says, you know, be all you can be. And, I, you know, I, and it, but it's not from the military sense, right? It's, it's from be who you can be. Be the best that you can be. Be the best you. I didn't know JC has a slogan to my dream big, think big, and be big. I, that's what it is. At the end of the day, that's exactly what it is. At the end of the day, is uh, being able to think out the box. You have to dream big because I believe if you dream small and you achieve that, uh, you ain't got nowhere else to go because uh, you, you don't accomplish everything that you want to do in life. So dream big and think big. Think that out the box. That uh, I create all these different ways or ideas or have a plan and be big. I mean, even when you get knocked down. When people tell you you can't do it, jump right back up and do it. Yep. If you if you don't know something, go and learn about it. Mm-hmm. You know. So I tell you, we're gonna take an early break, uh, Noah, because I want to save uh, the last couple of minutes to go with the last segment because uh, uh, we got so many things that we want to talk about, and uh, plus I want to get out the legacy. Uh, we got two of our kids in here. And I want to find out what they think. And so if you want to be part of this conversation, that's 1-888-344-1170. Again, that's 1-888-344-1170. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. We'll be back shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. 
The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley. Available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. The Answer, San Diego. Streaming now on iHeart.com and Odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and uh, I tell you, uh, it's uh, absolutely fascinating uh, to be around uh, uh, your friends and buddies and people that you love and uh, also talk about things that have shaped uh, your life to what it is today. And uh, Noah, you, you talked about the two uh, most important things I always talk about is purpose and legacy. They may be, JC, the two most important things, I think. Yes, and we talk about that all the time and, and you see why uh, that is, they are important. You know, so uh, I tell you... Uh, you know, if uh, the listening audience, if you want to be part of this conversation, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seven. Again, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seven. I think we got a call on the line. Yeah, there. speaking of eight 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 three four four eleven seventy, the legendary Joshua Goldsmith is joining us. Joshua Goldsmith, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing great. As a legendary, I don't know about, but uh, I'm doing great. JC, how are you? Man, I'm doing absolutely fantastic. As you know, uh, I'm in Atlanta with. You know, my boys, D-Man, uh, Billy, uh, uh, Spencer, AJ, and, uh, you know, my son, JR, is here. And, and uh, I see I tell you guys you. On, on, on Facebook, and you guys all look great, I got to say. Uh, <laughs> you know, JC, I, I really don't have a question. I just have a couple comments. I've been listening to the show all night, and uh, I got to say, you know, the, you know, guys, the, the courage to come on a, a, a syndicated show like this and share what you have takes a lot of courage, and uh, it's very admirable. Uh, I think uh, a lot of people out there are, uh, you know, thinking about their own lives uh, and running parallel to some of your lives, and it's just it's, it's a really uh, model. Like you guys are model people uh, in my book. Uh, you know, my father's still alive, and, uh, you know, his words uh, continue to be priceless. Um, uh, and, you know, I'm just, I'm privileged. Uh, he's probably not listening tonight, but, uh, if he is, you know, I, I love him very much. Uh, so it's, it's, uh, you know, parenthood and, you know, how the, the impact that parents have on our lives is just so profound. And the other thing is like purpose and legacy. I just wanted to mention is it's so important to set new goals. Uh, you know, D-Man said God's in your heart earlier and, uh, you know, that's what he believes. You know, Billy, you were talking about living your purpose, and, you know, this show is so cohesive, you know, it's touching home to me and what I do. You know, um, uh, James, you said the love and trial and error. You know, it's it's really amazing, you know, the the, the impact that this show has on my life, and I want to thank you all for being there. Uh, But as far as, I'm going to just wrap it up real quick. Uh, my, My purpose, you know, and legacy is important. As in financial advisor, just to mention one thing, donor advised funds, uh, that think about a, 
is very similar to a health savings account, but it's a, it is through philanthropy, giving back to the community. It, it can it can do wonders if, if that's where your heart is. So uh, thank you. Hey, thanks so much, my friend. Thanks so much, man. Looking forward to seeing you next week in California. You know, so likewise. Hey, uh, you know, we we mentioned legacy and we mentioned purpose, and uh, we mentioned expectation from uh, uh, our kids. And uh, we got two. Uh, we got Spencer, our son Myers here. We got my oldest son James Cooley the uh, third. My question to you: uh, We're gonna start off with you, Miles. Uh, your dad, you know, he's a tough guy, and he, he set rules and regulations, and expectations are high. High. Have you learned any of the things and really understand uh, some of the things that your dad been teaching you all your life? Um. Yes, I I, I do. Um. But one, my dad um, tells me to to carry myself with respect um, continuously and um, always strive for more goals within my life, always seeking um, betterment uh, for myself. So those are things uh, I could just think of that is, that is consistent um, as far as him expressing um, his his vision for me and, and being a great man. Okay. Jay, I want to ask you the, the same question. Uh, you already know uh, the dad is tough, but uh, try to be fair about everything. I'm sorry about that. I said, uh, JR, uh, you, you know dad is tough, uh, but I try to be fair about everything. Uh, what have you learned over the years? Uh, about legacy and how important that uh, doing the right thing like you, you always do and uh, just uh, uh, staying focused. Tell us a little bit about that. Character. Um, important is a character. Pretty much how you present yourself to the world. You know, pretty much how you go about um, you know, carrying on when you say legacy. You know, sometimes that can be a good thing and a bad um, you know, some people inherit a legacy that's not so great and they feel they have to go ahead and live up or match. But, you know, when it comes to leadership, you know, um, I have learned that, you know, you can be a leader and, you know, other people's opinion is not exactly what's important as long as you actually feel that what you are doing is, you know, positively impacting yourself and your character. So, you know, um, you know, you are a pretty headstrong person. We actually have similar similar characteristics. Uh, we don't necessarily always have to agree. You know, we actually do have a mutual respect. And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, when it comes to decision making, you know, I actually try to, you know, pretty much factor in things that have been instilled in myself, you know, my younger brothers and sisters, and, you know, pretty much look at the bigger picture of how this is going to not only impact me, but you know, uh, pretty much my name, you know, so. Hey, thank uh, both of you guys uh, so much for that answer. James, gentlemen, um, for time factor, 30 seconds or less, all of you are married, and there's a quote in the Bible basically about the wife's submission to her husband. What does submission mean to you, and is it ever appropriate for a woman to question her husband's judgment or to oppose his decision when she believes he's in the wrong or not in the right state of mind to make a decision? 30 seconds or less. Let's start with you, D-Man. Um, the definition of submission to me means that we are, you know, together on one accord, right? We can resolve things and get more things done by working together rather than independently. I mean, I, I, the decision, right or wrong, right? We we always come to a conclusion and, and make the best of it. Thank you. What about you, James Sands? Well, basically, uh, in the Bible, as I read it, some things are, you know, meant to be updated. Uh, uh, my wife is, is for submission. It's more like in an agreement or it's more like uh, uh, I can see it your way at this particular time. It makes sense. Uh, you, we put a lot of commonality and stuff uh, on most of the things that happens. But uh, 
the submissions part is it it it, it doesn't hold true. I think in uh, in 2022, I think more so it's just the together's brainstorming putting it together. Billy Harper, what is your um, thoughts on that question? Uh, my thoughts on that question um, is it's all about communication and. Uh, I want my wife to uh, step in if it's something that she disagrees with. Uh, I want to hear her opinion. So I don't want her to feel this, though, that just because I am the man of the house, uh, even when I'm wrong, she'll agree with me. That's not I want. That is not the decision that I want her to have toward her being able to, to speak and uh, make sure that our relationship and our communication is there. You know, I always tell Pam, I don't want a puppet. So I want you to be able to think for yourself. If it's things that you don't agree with, we can communicate and uh, we can come to some type of agreement. Alvin, AJ, your thoughts? Yeah, I'm not sure that I've ever subscribed to the word submission in our marriage, to be honest with you. Um, I think we've always come to a consensus. consensus. Uh, so uh, we've uh, been on a long ride. And I think we've uh, did a great job of com communicating with each other to get the job done. So I'm, I'm, I'm satisfied with the way everything worked out without the word submission being a part of our marriage. Thank you, AJ. And James Cooley, um, 20, 30 seconds or less. Uh -oh. Wow. You know, uh, I, I, you, you already know how I feel about that. Uh, submission there is it's an equal uh, relationship. Uh, if uh, a man wanted wife to submit, he had to show leadership and he had to be the example. And uh, it's all about uh, teamwork and making the decision. So uh, it's not just submissive and just being a puppet. That's that's not how it's supposed to be. But, you know, I tell you, we're running out of time. And I want to thank this great panel uh, for uh, coming to the show. Awesome show, show, gentlemen. Absolutely. We got to do this again because there's a lot of stuff that we did not get to. You know, I'd like to thank my great uh, co-host, Michelle Cooley, for always being there doing all the heavy lifting. My great producer, Noah Dingley. Uh, most importantly, I'd like to thank our listening audience for taking the time to tune in. And I tell you, we're always looking for sponsors so we can continue to bring this great message uh, to you. We'll be back tomorrow, same time. Well, not, not tomorrow, but just we'll be back Monday, same time. <laughs> Same place, it's your life. I'm James Coley. Thanks for joining us for It's Your Life with James Cooley. To learn more about James, how you can support the show, or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Join James weekdays at this same time for more motivation and inspiration to help you become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. This has been the James Cooley Show. It's your life, where you learn how to dream big, think big, and be big at everything that you do. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.